Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. The status of Kevin Durant on his way to New York to undergo an MRI, most likely from Nick's doctors. I mean, at this point, it's it's a joke, but can you really think it's not the case? You really think it's not going to be looked at by Nick's doctors? Yeah, listen, uh, we're just going to come in here. And, who are these doctors? Why do they have Nick's logos? They're just fans. They're regular doctors who are here at the hospital. It's just, nothing wrong with that. They're just But they got Nick's shoes on, too. They got Nick's sweatpants. Yeah, no, no. They're just, they're just regular doctors. Nick's scrubs. They, they just, they're just regular doctors. Pictures of happen Willis to be fans. Reed. That's just, Why is that guy in the back Dave playing DeBush. a ukulele? Handing out CDs. <laughs> it's it's just a coincidence. He flew to New York. These are some of the best doctors <laughs> for in his the MRI. World. Uh, he will undergo an MRI on his injured Achilles, and league sources have told ESPN's Ramona Shelburne and Adrian Wojnarowski that the MRI will confirm an Achilles tear for Kevin Durant suffered in their 106-105 win over the Raptors last night. Obviously, we spent a lot of time on this last night. And the fact that 
the Warriors decided they had to have a press conference from GM Bob Myers in which he was emotional, but in which he also went line by line saying this is nobody's fault. This was a joint decision for Kevin Durant to play. And he was looked at by doctors for the past month. He went through MRIs. He went through everything. No matter who you believe is, we try to assign blame, right? The old thing in from A Few Good Men, right? My dad would always say, uh, winning a trial, jury trial is about assigning blame. They're going to give us Art. We're going to give them Kendrick. They're going to give Everybody wants to know who's to blame for this. And while we're still waiting to hear from Kevin Durant, obviously, because he's going to go through his, he's going to under, undergo whatever Nick's doctor treatment they're going to have in examination. <laughs> but just the fact that with no new information, Bob Myers stood in front of the podium last night and went on the diatribe he did, as emotional as he was. That should be the evidence you know that the Golden State Warriors feel culpability for letting Kevin Durant back on the court. There's no reason for a press conference until you know what's going on. The first thing he says, we have no new information for Kevin Durant. But then he goes on to say, we did all this. Kevin's a great guy. He, he As a basketball player, he gets a lot of bad raps. And, and all these things he said, that was just a big PR spin so they could cover their ass because obviously something went wrong because how does a right calf strain turn into an Achilles tear that's a big deal that is either a misdiagnosis it's a mistreatment it's letting him back on the court when you probably shouldn't have and I know we heard today Kevin Durant wanted to play of course he wanted to play you know I know there was no surprise Colin Colin Coward said this morning look people I talked to said Kevin wanted to play and he tuned out people who told him not to well of course he wouldn't have been on the court if he listened to the people around him. Of course, he wanted to play. But the Warriors, who are at the end of their run, right? this is it, right? Kevin's leaving. He's going to New York, somewhere in New York. Could be going to Buffalo. He's going to New York, and and the band is breaking up, and who knows if if Boogie Cousins is coming back, whatever it's going to be. And they allowed him on the court when, obviously, it was that serious that playing 11 minutes resulted in Achilles' tear. Again, of an injury that was... A right calf strain. Well, and that's the thing, right, is that we go back into the process and obviously, you know, being as informed as they allowed him, and that's what we have to wonder if there was a disconnect in what Kevin Durant was told, right? Because remember, the other thing, as Myers was talking, was to make sure you knew that the doctors and the staff on the for the Warriors training staff, they're good people. They're good mm-hmm. people. Oh, yeah, they're and good people. Steve that was Kerr, a big one, yes. And Steve Kerr, as we talked about last night, as we did the frame-by-frame frame, like it was the Zabruder film, Steve Kerr, who comments on everything under the sun, kicked that one like it was a hot potato. Like That was a, a meteorite that what came out. What do you think about and, Kevin and coming his, back? I'm gonna. Bob Myers is going to come and talk about that in a few minutes. Do you feel he came back too early? I'm going to leave that to Bob. Right, so all of that, add that all up. Kevin Durant, in the end, made the decision to, to play. And as I said with Clay Thompson, all the way through. If the player wants to go, you know, to some degree, you just say, okay. But the, the fact that Myers went in with all of those caveats and that giant list of Here's everything that we knew. Here's everything we did. Seems that there there's some gap. Yes, between because sometimes you can just say, "Hey, he wanted to come back and play. Right. He pushed it, but he got hurt, and that happens." But was he right? told it was now a cap all along, right. or, did, or was he told does, it was yeah. an Achilles? Does he? And, and how much did they not know about it? That the fact that he went out and suddenly a, a calf strain turns into a torn Achilles. 
you could say, hey, this is what happens in sports, right? Guys come back. You know, guys come back and they get hurt and it's, it's really a shame, which it is. But the fact that they felt the need to get in front of the story with this press conference from the GM, who was very emotional, who I'm sure he felt bad about what happened for many reasons, but then to go on that, th- look, the press conference last night from if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, trust me on it. This is what you hear from someone at a press conference when they have to defend their actions, whether it's a player who does something, runs afoul of either his team, and he's got to talk to the media, and, and he gives out the reasons for defending himself. Companies say, hey, how did that lead get in my burrito? Well, we here at Burritos R Us would like to tell you that we take all the care in the world in making sure that what goes into our burritos is something that you can consume, whether it's kale, whether it is quinoa, whether it's lettuce, which has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. I mean, that's what you got from Bob Myers. No doubt in my mind that they feel some kind of culpability responsibility, which we will find out in the coming days. Whether Kevin Durant says it or not, we're going to find out from his people, from sources. Durant left the arena last night. Nothing he could do. Left the arena. Could have been the final game of the season. Could have been it. They could have gone home. Left the arena. Right? What else is going to happen to him? Yeah, you can elevate it. You can look at him. You, you have all the best care in the world right there. He's in a walking boot. He's walking on crutches. He could have stayed, but he left. Does he trust the Warriors anymore? No, he left he agent going in out tow. There? I mean, right? that it was, was a meeting between him, Myers, and his agent. In the locker room, from all reports, that you know he's in tears, being consoled by his agent, as Bob Myers looked on. So you add that up, and now you're getting your MRI in New York. There's not competent doctors in the greater. Well, Bay the Knicks area. really at this point they go, listen, you screwed this up. We need to take a look at him. Did, did James you can't Dillon just do that? Send the bat plane. I got the best doctors in the world. We'll, Guys, get, we'll get them all in here. Did nobody tell him it's free health care in Toronto? <laughs> Why do you leave? We'll fly you back. It's <laughs> a fair point. But it, look, it's easy to get. Uh, what's his name again? They keep telling me is it Durant? Yes, they get him. To, is that the Durantula? Was that what they called him? Okay. <laughs> oh, was that in? Was that in like two thousand and four? That's Sesame a long story, right? Was that a long? Was that? What, did they still call him that? I want to call him the right thing. No, but I we should him. get the rights to make a horror movie. Out of it. <laughs> oh, that's Count Dracula. Dur- my bad. No, that's Count. Oh, I had a bowl of what that this Juju? morning. <laughs> I had a bowl of that. It was oh Count Chocula. Oh no, that's a different guy. The legend. Wait, we're not getting the cereal. We're getting. He's a basket. Ball player. All right, I'm going back on tour. I wanted the rights to the cereal. <laughs> they have to look at him, and maybe he doesn't leave New York. Then maybe the next time you see Durant is you see the doctors say torn Achilles, he's out for the year, and here he is signing, you know, with his foot up, and he's signing his Knicks contract <laughs> with his heart, with his arm around David Fisdale's, giving him a thumbs up. Fisdale is massaging his his leg, making sure everything is okay. Eating Impossible Burgers from Brooklyn Burger King. Oh no. Oh, too the soon. Wait, 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 Katie. It's too soon, They're not vegan. Not quite impossible, Bird. Soon. Yeah. Look, obviously, when you break this down, guilty people want to talk. Guilty people want to, hey, 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 this is not my fault. And obviously, the Warriors feel a great deal of it, or they wouldn't have had a press conference. Because if everything was fine and it was, boy, Kevin's hurt, this, you talk today, you talk after you have more information. You had would have had enough having Steve Kerr and all the players talking about it. Nothing cried out to hear from Bob Myers. Nothing. There was nothing that immediately when that happened, my suspicious antenna went up, and and uh, you know for everybody, 
who fell victim to the oh look at that raw emotion. I mean that's what look what how a, much he what cares class, for the player. What a class act that is. Okay, there's sometimes where emotion is real, and like I said, I'm sure he did feel bad. But don't be snow just because someone is talking emotionally that oh they're so fa-. no he wanted to get that message out there not our fault not our fault good people not our fault we love kevin kevin's great misunderstood not our fault he wanted that message out there so now what they're going to be responsible for we're going to find out but i guarantee you you do not have that press conference without that you think uh, lebron james called the bat phone and adam silver yet uh, no, he's going to wait for the diagnosis. Wait, wait, for wait the diagnosis until they officially yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah, and then and then and then, and then uh, Adam Silver is going to call him right back and go, "What do you need? What do you need? Anything? anything I'm going to need anything. copies of need? all the MRIs, all the doctor's notes, all the training session tapes and notes that are there. Man, there's a laundry list, just like Bob Myers gave you last night. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's next for Kevin Durant? If it's a tear, which is what we're led to believe it's going to be, he's out for a year. Right? You're not going to see him for a year. So now my plans are the Knicks in the in the Eastern Conference Finals takes a bit of a hit. Well, it's got you got to wait a year. That's but okay. I'll wait. That's Look, okay. If, it, if it's a year and he matter. shows up and it marinates for a year, that's okay. He still may play again before Porzingis plays. It doesn't matter. But when you talk about his destinations now. If you really think he has any shot of staying in Golden State, that is just not happening. He's got a year before he plays basketball again, and he's going to stay in Golden State, and he's going to re-up for two years most likely? No way. That is absolutely not going to happen. He's got to sit there and go through a whole year of stories. Is he going to leave? Is he going to stay? Does he really want to be here? Do they need him? Do they not need him? He's not going to sit around and not have that for a year and have Draymond Green walk around saying, we're really good without him. We're still great. We're still great. He's not going to go through that. He didn't want to go through it this year. He'd have left middle of the season if he could for New York. He did not want to go through it because that's what he went through. He went through Draymond Green saying, we don't need you. He went through all of this. He's going to do that for a year only to wait and then get back on the court two years from now? Not going to happen. He's going to go to the Knicks where the Knicks will say, listen, we'll give you the max. We'll give you four years. Doesn't matter. We'll pay you $35 million to sit in rehab next year. We don't care. We'll We'll be okay getting you a year from now. And Kevin Durant will say, fine. That is exactly what I want. And he will go to the Knicks because that's going to be his fresh start. It's going to be a year of great publicity for him. Oh, when Kevin gets back, how is he doing? He's on the floor. He's going to fall in love with New York. That's what's going to happen. He's going to go to the – now it's more so than ever. He goes to the Knicks, and and really, I, I, I get the family angle on it. You want to sell the Warriors. Hey, stay with your family. No. This is a family he's wanted to leave. And now, does he even trust the Warriors? Can he trust their medical staff? For, forget about everything else and Draymond Green on the court for a second. Think about, hey, he wanted to play. The medical staff put him out there, and he got hurt that easily. Got hurt that easily. Can he trust the Warriors? anymore. Go back to last night when Kevin Durant, after getting examined, MRI the next day. Okay, so what does he do? He leaves the arena. Leaves. Leaves in a walking boot. Doesn't stay what could be the last game of the season with his brothers and who he's like, oh, I'm so happy. No, he leaves. Leaves the arena. $35.1 million player option for this upcoming year should he decide to wait it out. But as you say, 365 days of, well, what's happening next summer? Right? We just did this entire act and on burner accounts and everything else. Uh-huh. Didn't sit well. <laughs> the final straw being last night, leaving the arena, whatever he put on Instagram, that's great. That's all fine. Felt like a shot of tequila. It's a good line. It'll end up on T-shirts being sold 
both uh, at the whatever, Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Exactly. And at the Bay Bridge, whatever, whatever the case may be. But when Bob Myers goes out there and has to do that, what, whatever you believe in terms of emotion slash guilt press conference, mm-hmm. that's telling me they, they realize they have really screwed up the any attempt at this relationship pushing forward. For Kevin Durant, if the Knicks are the destination, which is what we've been led to believe this entire time, then why not? Just, you know James Dolan will dole out the money. Just roll back into that. You've got a front <laughs> office that'll wait the year. Mm-hmm. And anyway, any team would. Well, right, and, that and has the other thing, the too, is that is, the, is that... Of course, Kevin Durant's going to get his money. Kevin Durant's going to get four years. He's going to get the max. He's going to get it. He's a cautionary but, tale, but though, right? He, but, at 31 but and missing teams, a year at this right, point. But certain teams are going to back out of the bidding because of the injury. Now, it's not like not I said. the Knicks. Somebody, oh, because the Knicks, They're they not don't that care. smart. He could be out for five years. Knicks would say, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pay you for year he six. He could go to the Sixers. But he we, could be part of the process. You know, in, in the offseason, when Manny Machado was looking for his new home, you knew that there were going to be less bidders because of his less than stellar postseason. Spiking players, playing dirty, and the Johnny Hustle comment. I'm well, not going to hustle. And just the massive ask. Right? Yeah. Right. I and mean, that, that, but, but, that's but killing there were teams, off 25 teams. But the teams that wanted him, the Yankees wanted him, and the Dodgers wanted him. And after that postseason, they said, no, thank you. The Yankees even said, yeah, the not hustling thing isn't going to work in New York. I'm sorry, but that's not going to work. And all of a sudden, one of the preferred destinations Manny Machado had was off. It was off the charts. Now, mm-hmm. he still got his money, but he lost suitors. Kevin Durant's in the same boat, except it's an injury instead of lackadaisical play. This injury is going to scare you. Are the Nets, who are kind of built to win right now, going to say, okay, Kyrie, we'll wait a year for you, Kevin, or we go for Kyrie and somebody else? Will the Celtics say, hey, KD, yeah, come Who's going to say, I can wait a year? There will be some teams, but there will be less teams. Sure. So if you're talking about four or five teams that are in a mix for Kevin Durant, now you'll be down to two or three, and you'll be down to two because the Warriors clearly aren't one of them. He's clearly not going to stay there after what has happened. After all you've gone through to say, yes, two more years, because it's not one more year, it's two more years, because next year's a year where you're not going to play. And then it's a year after that, no, he's not signing up It would up be absolutely that. shocking if he were to stay there. Then there's so much that's going to come out about this past month. I mean, there's going to be books written for years. That I mean, would be is, so totally nixed, though, if that happened. That would be so completely nixed. If shows he up, to you stay. have the introductory <laughs> press conference, and he comes in on crutches. Hey guys, uh, I changed my mind. I'm going to go back to Golden State. Sorry I'm, about I'm that. Two weeks out of wanna surgery. Want to let you know. I just want to let you know, guys. I know I'm here. All right, now you can talk about this press conference forever. All right, good. Go ahead. You're well, off the I mean, Bill Belichick. James Dolan might have a song or two to write about it as you go. But, I mean, the domino effect, right? So that's one more heavy hitter that if you're really going and pushing all in for this coming season, then all of a sudden, Clay Thompson, you're going to get a, a much bigger sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And if you're the Warriors, you're doing everything you can to say, all right, what else can we get him? Who else can we get him a meeting with here in, in the Silicon Valley uh, that'll help him take the 180 that we give him <laughs> and multiply it quickly, right? Because no super max. Hey, so go on through the process. I mean, Jimmy Butler becomes that much more valuable as a chip in the free agent. And he is a know, chip. You can say that. He is a chip. I said yes, chip, not chip. No, but he is a chip. You can I say mean, that. I mean, he might be the he's pea, chip. the chip that gets you to the ship. Uh, and he's just a chip. That's fine. But they're all future Lakers, according to Frostburg. So it really everybody's a Laker. Doesn't matter. Joe Kelly's a future Laker, according to, to Justin Frost. Oh, too soon on that. 
Too soon on that. Can he hit a jump shot in the closing moments of a game? Hey, uh, just to let you know, Dodgers and Angels right now, the freeway series, Joe Kelly is still a Dodger. Just so he is still a Dodger. When's bobblehead day again? (laughs) Uh, We're going to cancel that and replace that with an Alex Verdugo bobblehead day. No, no, no. Someone already got paid for 40,000 of them. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today was a day of days for the U.S. Women's National Team, their opener in the World Cup. The day belonged to, well, really the whole team, because I think Julie Foudy scored a goal. I think Christine Lilly scored a goal. I think the entire Mia 99 Hamm came back. Yeah, Mia Hamm Alex came Curry back, scored two goals. Played, <laughs> some, played some goalie. Jenny Taft had five goals. Oh, she was great. It was amazing. I can't wait She'll to join talk us to later, her about by the way. Yeah. Oh, Hillary Clinton had a goal. I mean, there's everybody got in. But really, the day belonged to Alex Morgan. Pino in line, wants to cut it back. It will fall. He's let it go. Hera chipping it. Back post hitter. Go! Another one. Put up there by Heath, headed by Horan. Quick shot, go! Unless waved off. Another one. Quick shot, and there's another. Alex Morgan. It's her night. Here's Rapino. Could she get another? Into the middle it comes. Quick shot taken. She's got four. Alex Morgan. Another Done. What a show off. Pushing it forward. Ahead, Morgan, shot, go! Come on! Five! One, two, three, four, five. Show off. Five goals for Alex Morgan. Add two assists. In a 13-0 win over Thailand. The biggest win in the history of the Women's World Cup, breaking an 11-0 win uh, by Germany, I believe, uh, yes. in 2011. So this is the day, and there's two big takeaways from this game. The first one is in my house watching this game. Zoe was a little too young to appreciate the World Cup the last time around, but mm-hmm. now being as soccer crazed as she is, she's into it. We're watching today, and after the game, she says to me, Dad, I think Alex Morgan might be my favorite player. And I said, wait, 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 wait. Who do you like more? You're jumping Alex, on the bandwagon Alex, with five goals? Alex what, Morgan or Zlatan? Because, you know, we're a Zlatan house. She goes, oh, Dad, I don't know. I said, all right, let's not get crazy after one game, okay? Let's not get crazy. Relax. Do we need to see the bicycle kick goal again? Do we, do we need to get that up on YouTube so you can see that again? So now Alex Morgan may be usurping Zlatan in my house. What about Julie Ertz? Uh, oh, no. Why don't you sell no, 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 Rapino? No, no, no. Even stop, though they're, stop, they're up 7 nothing, she's still no, chasing down balls in the corner <laughs> that should be rolling out of bounds. Say, no, screw this. Keep going. Keep going. So, I mean, I, that's the big thing, is that we could now be a, an Alex Morgan house. Seriously. And, and I wasn't too pleased with that. Well, but, but I also figure you're probably not going to be too displeased because I, I figure you're going to find a bunch more copies of Sports Illustrated and other things to wallpaper your house. Uh-huh. Sure. But the main topic coming off this, and you saw Rob Stone on Fox talk about this right after the game was over. Friend why of the don't show, you, Rob Stone. He's been with us. Oh, before. he got shot down real quick. Why don't you one. lay off? Why, this was why, tough, why, do you, why don't you back off at six? nothing 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 nothing why don't you back off and i understand that if this was a friendly or if this was you know qualifying if this and it's 8 9 nothing all right. but this is once every 4 years world cup and goal differential is the tiebreaker that could send the united states team home everybody else 
is going to get to play Thailand. Right. Everybody else in their bracket gets to play Thailand. They get a chance to beat them 10, 11, 12, 13, nothing too. So if you hold off and stop at 7 nothing, and then you see the other teams are going to try to beat Thailand 10, 11, 12, nothing, and you wind up in a tiebreaker, well, then that's your fault for not pouring it on. This is one time every four. Everybody is trying to win the World Cup. And I'm sorry, but that goes out the window. It goes this out is, the window in anything. Not, this is not a Saturday afternoon where, okay, you know, we're at the park and, and one team is better than the other, so we're going to back off and not try to score to embarrass your girls. This is the World Cup. This is the World Cup. And because goal differential is the tiebreaker, score as many as you can. As many as you can. It's the argument I always had in, in college football. All right, you accepted the, the matchup. You accepted the money. You you then, if you get beat by 70 points, you get beat by 70 points. Games that should not happen in November in the middle of a conference schedule, but that's an argument for another time. The, this is not you know us having a, a little fun at the park. And even in those leagues, right, there's rules about it. There's slaughter rules. There's mercy rules. Whatever you want to put in. It, it, if Thailand didn't like it, they could have walked off the the field they could have walked off the pitch and been done with it and just said we're not no they they kept playing i mean the goalie there were a couple of sequences three saves here four saves there no. i mean it could have been a 24 nothing oh there game. was some horrendous I mean, calls that the officiating was terrible who was it he that got pulled down in the yes. first half they grabbed her arm from behind and oh, yanked no, it was her to the good ground move. and they looked at the var the var said yeah i don't see a penalty it's here. inconclusive oh, come on are you kidding oh, no well, Is that I mean, angel all, hernandez referee well, all, the, all the mike carey jokes started oh, to come out God. for the rules analyst as well how do you i mean but, <laughs> but the reality is it's it's just a it's a competition Okay, it's and, the and, biggest competition. And, but how do I dishonor you more scoring on you or let's go to four corners run clock because you suck? Well, no, I, I mean, look, screw that. Like it's I like, said, in other times, I understand that, but not in the World Cup. I mean, there there, there are stakes that be the four years. It means a lot to a lot of people. And if you're not good enough, well, I'm sorry that you're not good enough. And if you were if you were pouring it on just because you didn't like the opponent or you wanted to send a message, even that I could see, all right, maybe you want to back off. But goal differential, I mean, it's the tiebreaker. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what you want. You only play three games. I mean, they're, 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 you only have so many. It's not like we're playing all season and now it's going to come down to tiebreaker. You don't play 162 games. All right? Tiebreakers in soccer are insane. Tiebreakers in all sports when you only play a couple of games are insane. I told in our softball league, uh, when we played in the tournament middle of the season, the you only played uh, two games, right. and the tiebreaker was average runs allowed per inning. And so you could beat a team twenty to two, another team could win nine to one, and nine to one wins your tiebreaker because they allowed one run and you allowed two, but you scored twenty. So I mean, tiebreakers are, are insane. Right? Never leave it to the judges. No, never and, leave it to and, something in the rule book. Everybody else going to get to play Thailand too? It's no, not that's like just it. Chile's not scoring thirteen on them. I don't think that might be a, a pretty good match. They lose two nothing to, to Sweden. I mean, pretty good match in the rain as you go. But eventually, the U.S. will meet up with. Sweden, you'll have that battle. And again, you, you play, you play to win. You play to run different set plays, set pieces. Show what you can do. Put it all on tape, you know, and, and keep people guessing. Right? You've got different combinations. You do your substitutions. I had no problem with it whatsoever. I, I just, <laughs> I didn't, didn't understand why this became such a, a big thing. Of the ugly American was what I started seeing headlines. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> 
Look, this isn't, uh, hey, we brought in our NBA's best and the dream team where it's clear that it's going to be a 400 to nothing route. Here, you've got one team that probably isn't nearly close to the other teams involved in this tournament, and they got exposed today. And you know what? They'll take a beating against the next opponent as well. And I know we're, we're talking ahead a little bit here on the show, but coming up tonight, 1030 Pacific Time, Jenny Taft is going to join us live from France to break down game one of the World Cup. Get her thoughts on this controversy. 13 goals, five from Alex Morgan. And if it's okay, if my daughter likes her more than Zlatan. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Carmen, joining us now on the hotline, Fox Sports 1 soccer analyst. Nice enough to get up early this morning and join us from France. It's Jenny Taft. Bonjour, Jenny. Comment se passe ta matinée jusqu'à présente? How are you guys? Oh, What's happening? Quoi est-ce que tu manges au petit déjeuner? Wait, can you say that again? Because it's not really... I don't know if that's the right accent we've got going on. <laughs> we well, figured that was going to be the case, Jenny, but he's been trying all night. I, I know you're fluent in French, and my whole thing was to try to ask you questions in French in the beginning. I asked you uh, what you had for breakfast. Wait, wait, wait. No, say it one more time. Okay. Say it one more time. Quoi est-ce que tu manges au petit déjeuner? Oh, okay. I think you mange au petit déjeuner? I think you're asking me about my breakfast. Yes. And it's only it's seven thirty here. I haven't eaten yet. Okay. But um il y a beaucoup de choses que je veux manger aujourd'hui parce que j'étais très heureux hier soir pour regarder le match, alors je vais manger beaucoup aujourd'hui. I said it was a late match. I didn't get a big dinner, so yes, I'm very hungry. I will be eating plenty this morning. But thank you for the early test, you guys. You keep me on my toes. That was fantastic. So did you study up your French before, just for the tournament, or is this a, a lifelong uh, thing in the holster? It's kind of a fun story. I went to a French school growing up. So my mom and dad, I grew up in Minnesota, um, in Edina, Minnesota, and there is a public French immersion school. Um, it's called Normandale Elementary School. And you kind of can take the program all the way up through middle school, through high school. I did AP courses. And I, my mom and dad love this because I tried to get out of it many times because it was hard. It wasn't easy. You know, you're speaking French every day and you want to be, it's easier in English. Like, I can tell you that. And they always said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pay off, Jen. Just stay in it. You'll use it one day. And, you know, they were right. So I haven't used it a ton other than, obviously, the last World Cup. I got to do some interviews in French with the French national team after they won the World Cup, which was pretty special. And then just leading up to this World Cup, I sat down with um, just a, a, a woman, a lovely lady in, in L.A., and we just would have basically hour-long chats once a week for about two months before the tournament, which just helped me feel good. Um, but yeah, it's, I am having the time of my life being here, using it, and uh, it's kind of a dream assignment so far. Well, I got to be honest with you, Jenny, because growing up, it was the same way for me, except my, my mom and grandmother would say to me, oh, if only you knew your schoolwork like you knew all those sports teams and statistics. And I'm like, <laughs> and, well, see, look what I do for a living now. I needed all that stuff. So the last laugh see, is, is on it all yeah. paid off. <laughs> Yes. Uh, hey, first <laughs> thing, you. yesterday, obviously, 13 nothing. Could you even keep up with the goals? Did you get to see all the goals? No, 
I could not keep up. I, I it was one of those things where you know I, I take these notes. I'm pretty diligent in games. I have a routine, and I think I left in the 80. Probably it was probably the 75th minute because I was doing interviews with the players in the flash zone after the match, and you have to get down early to make sure you're in position. I missed four goals, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. what do I? I can't. I need to know the goals. How is it? How can I watch those back? And that's never happened. I've never. I've never been around a game with that many goals, but let me tell you, I mean, there was, I heard some criticism about the celebrations and about just scoring that many goals. This is a World Cup. I mean, every goal matters. Goal differential matters. Watching the players and their faces, Rose Lavelle has never scored a World Cup goal. Sam Mewis has never scored a World Cup goal. Mallory Pugh, these are their first ever World Cups, and you... I, I just it's kind of insane that we're even questioning that in my opinion. I heard the chatter, but for me, I thought the US they made a statement that was the point of that match and you know what? They're here to stay throughout this tournament. They are they are that good and this is about chemistry and building because that's what you need throughout a tournament you need the confidence so the goals pile up and really watching with my daughter you know her eyes getting wide with each score and especially the alex morgan getting to to her fifth the celebrations that that's the second part of it right so we've got the goal scoring and that barrage and then wondering if once you got to 10 12 maybe it should have been a little more muted i'm like look this is your time in the spotlight run with it how did it play in in the stadium it didn't that's what was surprising to me it didn't i didn't notice that um as a fan in the stadium i felt like the the u.s fans were they cheered every goal um i had not once questioned it until i heard the chatter post game about some of the celebration discussions um and i just i go back to something that jill ellis said after the match she said you play every opponent with the same respect it's almost disrespectful to change how you're going to play and so yes i get the goals the celebrations but i just i have no problem with the celebrations i saw them talking to some of the players after the match Mm -hmm. i mean it's about scoring goals in a World Cup, and these are players that have worked their entire career to be in this opportunity and have that moment with their teammates. You can't turn that off. Like, the passion and just the – like, Lindsey Horan getting her first goal. These are first World Cup goals. There might not be another. Like, that might be their one. I mean, we don't know the future. Alex Morgan had one goal in the last World Cup. Yes, she had five yesterday. But they don't come often in a World Cup. So, yeah, celebrate it. You worked hard to be there. I had no problem with it. Yeah, I got to tell you, Jenny, my daughter, is as, as soccer mad as she is, she said to me today, I think Alex Morgan's my new favorite player. And I said, wait, our house Zlatan <laughs> is the favorite player. And she said, Dad, I don't know. So I may, lo- I may lose her from Zlatan to Alex Morgan, which I guess I'm okay with. I think you got to be okay with it. And I, I had so many from friends and families and a, a couple of my girlfriends who have home and they were asking me about it. And my one friend girl, she's like, she wants to know how you're feeling about the match. What's Alex Morgan like? They're heroes. I mean, they are heroes and they are just 
doing it, it, it makes me emotional because I think about looking up to Abby Wambach when I was playing or I think about looking up to Mia Hamm and this is the future and these girls are watching what the U.S. are doing and yes this is game one of the tournament I cannot get ahead of myself this is a long journey um, the first match of a group stage but you know what this matters and for them to have that kind of a performance I was also at the French match on Friday against South Korea and you know it was 4-0 game it was a solid performance the French are very good and that could be a possible meetup in the quarterfinals which has me thinking ahead which you can't jump ahead too much in a tournament but they told me we wanted to send a message and the U.S. sent a bigger one and I think that's the storyline that there are a lot of good teams here but just you wait when the U.S. gets going. And I thought it was the way to start for the United States. All right, Jenny, lastly, uh, you know, here, I don't know what kind of play it's getting over there. The comments by former uh, keeper Hope Solo that Jill Ellis wilts under pressure and she doesn't know if she's the right person to lead the team. Uh, what's that conversation been like amongst the players, what they're saying there as far as, as, as these comments kind of drift their way overseas? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, I actually saw Hope briefly yesterday, just in passing, because I had interviewed her plenty, you know, four years ago, and um, I didn't ask her about it. It was a very quick, quick hello. Um, here's my thing with Hope. Hope, in the player's eyes right now, is the last thing on their mind. I think Hope is an incredible keeper. I think she should be honored for that, and she has done so much for the U.S. I think it's surprising I, w I, w I will be honest with you I I was surprised by the comments because it just the timing of it and you are hope is a American hero and so and when you look at what she's done for the US so I think coming out and having those comments is the harsh it's harsh, harsh criticism but at the same time everyone has their own opinion and hope is definitely able to make her own but the last thing any of these u.s players are thinking about are those hope comments um megan rapino said to me after the match that leading up to this world cup the last four days have felt longer than the last four years there has been so much the u.s has been fighting for they're fighting for equal pay they all in their own right are individual stars they have so much going on there's been a lot going on surrounding this team so for them to just get that win and get going i promise you they do not care about those comments and they are really in their own little bubble i mean this is a u.s team that's tight they have been preparing for this moment, and those outside distractions are definitely not going to get in the way of what the U.S. is trying to do, and that's defend a title. And that's the story. It's never been done for a fourth time, and the U.S., they are on the right path this morning. You can follow her on Twitter, at Jenny Taft. That is at Jenny Taft. See her on the sidelines for Fox at the Women's World Cup. You can see her Sunday, 9 a.m. Pacific time versus Chile on Big Fox. Jenny, I really appreciate you spending time with us. Merci beaucoup. Amusez-vous à la Coupe Merci du Monde. Beaucoup. All right. I got it right. <laughs> there you go. Right. Thanks so much, Jenny. Good to, good to talk to you. That was your best one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Au revoir. See you, John. Au revoir. Au revoir. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 